We're ready to talk some beer. We're ready to talk some music. We're ready to talk some shit. This is what we do. much man not much still post post thanksgiving um i don't even know what you would call it it's just still, like that it's like the anticipation of christmas it's like as soon as it's like thanksgiving three four o'clock i've already eaten probably it's just like you're already thinking about christmas so it's yeah. always on the mind until it gets here and then i don't know it seems like at least as an adult it's just like comes you're prepping for it the whole month and then five seconds later it's done and then you're on a new year's and then you go back to work so yeah that's exactly what it is man and it's like i don't know i kind of don't like the holidays the older that i get i know i'm supposed to and especially get like I, I enjoy stuff with the kids but it's just like yeah it's just a lot there's <laughs> there's always so much going on and that's my know. favorite part though like you said is like giving gifts to people like being able to give gifts to people um, yeah that's probably one of my favorite parts because i'm a really good gift giver and uh i like to like make notes throughout the year like someone was like oh yeah i really want yeah. one of those things and i'll get it for him or hey i've been looking at this thing i just gotta like, go and kind of investigate i don't know i like to give you that's so. a skill that's like, a skill within itself it i is. like to give gifts too i don't know if i'm quite as good about it i, I know that i'm not good at doing it ahead of time like <laughs> right? i can oh, yeah ha- i can have the the idea all year but i'm still getting it at the last minute because i'm i procrastinate and i'm not quite an adult yet i think and so it's, yeah i'm bad it's at that like i have the money to get it it's in the cart and i just haven't pushed the button like there's something about i think no it's sense. yeah i think it's like the whole like trying to buy sneakers it's just you don't know what to do when you get to the checkout process and something's there so it's just yeah. like I'm just gonna let it, let it sit in there for a while, and then uh, I'm gonna go back, and the discount's gonna be invalid, and I'm gonna be so mad I'm not even right. gonna get it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this like coupon code is expired. Right? It's like stuff that's just like all I gotta do is push a button, and it would be here, and I wouldn't be stressed about it in a week when I'm like, oh, this thing isn't gonna get here. Uh, I don't know why I do it. Just I don't know. who knows. Um, Anyways, but I mean, it gives us the 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 option to complain though so about how stressful it is even if it's partially self-imposed like True. i do like having the option of being able to complain about stuff like, yeah and just to be able to be grouchy for no reason at all and then you get like, the thing to where it's like you're going to be if you're around like a holiday party or something you complain about it with other people or you're going to get somebody who's like i'm done christmas shopping and everybody's going to be like oh yeah let's just you know get on him for being you know an adult and having his life together like you don't want to be part of not that group you know you don't want to be on that guy's side um never so there's always that but anyways man what are you drinking on what's going on man i so i have a a stay over from from thanksgiving um i got a real l like sampler pack a 12 pack because it was gonna be a little bit for everybody i figured like in, in the in the small group of people at that given point and um so what i'm drinking is a, a devil's backbone a belgian style tripel 
really good. I've had it before. Real L is consistent. They make some of the best uh, sampler packs, though, too. Like, have you really thought about that? It's actually a sampler pack. It's not like two beers or like six beers and then, you know, six beers of something you don't want. Uh, yeah, they do good. Exactly. Yeah, because it's never it's never like too different where it doesn't make any sense at all. Like, I'm not going to drink these at like the same time of year sort of thing. Right, but it's also yeah. never too same samey that, that makes it where it's like it's not interesting. So yeah, like it, it's something you might just actually want to go out of your way for. You're like, maybe I don't want a whole six pack of these, um, or whatever it is. But yeah, their samplers are always on point. Yeah, because some of the new samplers are like, like a lot of like sours are like sweet stuff, and it's all like it's twelve beers of nothing but sugar, and it's just like I don't really want you know blueberry, cranberry, yeah. you know raspberry. Of the same beer like i don't know I, I don't like when they do that um and it's not for yeah, me anyway same. so uh, whatever uh cool man i went i went the holiday route too i've been wanting some christmas l's and i got a couple actually so i opened this one a little bit earlier and it's from what is the anchor brewing co out of san fran um and it's their special l and it's just like a christmas style l um it's it's not that good. I'm not I'm gonna be honest with you. I wanted I wanted to love it. The bottle's really cool. Um it has it's like a, a cool treat. bottle. It looks hardcore. Yeah. It's very antique and vintage and it tastes like it's been in an antique shop for a hundred years. Um <laughs> I don't know, it's just like a bitterness in it. It says, I don't know, something about blue gum trees and it, it tastes like old gum. See, like right out from underneath the desk. <laughs> yeah. 7.2%. It's okay. Like it's it tastes like what a Christmas thing should taste like, I guess, but like the bad part, like <sighs> ate a pine cone like raw or something. Um I, I don't know. I'm gonna finish it, but I, I wasn't, you know, pleased with it. But this other That's one your favorite. from our friends at New Belgium is their holiday ill. It's flavors of cranberry and spice, and it is very tasty. Uh so if you see the new Belgium holiday ale. Pick you, pick you one up because it's pretty Pop good. That. And that's what you want Christmas to taste like. Man, the holiday ales, like Christmas ales and Christmas pilsners and stuff, they're always hit or miss because they, they tend to get a little bit busy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and stick, uh, you know, ham and turkey and cranberry sauce yeah. and, and pumpkin pie into this one beer. And you're like, I don't know if I need all that. I like the dark, like for winter beers in general. I just like the darker stuff. Yeah. Like overall, the stouts yeah. and the stouts. And yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, tis the season. Tis the season. Do you feel really, festive? Yeah. I mean, this holiday ale from New Belgium is really good. It kind of tastes, I mean, you could taste the, the spice in it, but it kind of have has like a gingerbready taste to it. And not like overbearing, just like a, a slight yeah. a slight kiss on the lips. There you go. I like that. I like that description, man. That yeah. mistletoe kiss on the lips of some yeah. gingerbread, man. Just to, just to get you in the mood for the Christmas season. Yeah, it's, it's like, like when you get that Yule log going. It's like when Santa's been eating gingerbread cookies all night, and then he comes and like gives you that kiss when you're asleep, and it's just yeah. like you're just like Santa. It's just like, yeah, it's me. You start having flashbacks of it. You're like, yeah, it reminds me of all sorts of. Yeah. <laughs> locked memories that i had that are uh, that are all thanks, starting to come back out thanks new belgium you unlocked it you unlocked <laughs> a, a core memory i had 
<laughs> that I hadn't accessed in some time. Well, I'm glad that you're there, you're in the the Christmas spirit, and that the the drink is getting you there, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I wanted to 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 pick up a conversation. This is really funny that I didn't um that I hadn't even told you about since last time. So on the last episode, we discussed a little bit of the our our draft picks, and uh, I was discussing how I had posted uh, the singer Maria Isabel on my you know, making dumb jokes or whatever. And she viewed it. And obviously that meant that we were going to be together. We had a whole Hallmark movie about the situation. In fact, so um, there's actually, a, there's a part two to the story and it shows she, you just how much of a spaz I am, dude. <laughs> she, she didn't come to Thanksgiving. It wasn't a Hallmark no, ending. No, I had my shot and I, and, and, and I missed it. Like it was my, uh, half court at an NBA game, win a free car situation. And I went home a pedestrian, man. So, um, so like I mentioned it last week or last episode that, um, that the twins love the, one of the songs and they're always singing it and it puts them in a good mood and that helps them go to sleep if they're fussy or whatever. And I recorded a video of one of them singing it all loud, um, like in the living room playing that and I tagged her in it. And then she looks at it and just replies to it, stop. Just <laughs> no emoji, no no punctuation, just stop. So then I'm, I go into panic spasm mode and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Said I deleted oh, wait, no. it. I thought stop in a good way. Okay. But because <laughs> I went into a panic mode, all she put was stop. And I was like, am I tagging her too much? Like, I don't know. Like I just, my mind started running through all these scenarios and stuff of, of harassment lawsuits. And, I, and so then I deleted it. I was like, I'm sorry. I deleted it. And she put, no, like, stop. That That's amazing. That That's really cute. Yeah. And so it was a positive thing, but like, that's where the emojis got to come in, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. I can't read your, you know, the emotion. There's, there's no context to your tone or anything like that whenever you're typing it out. So yeah, that was my my spaz. Had a chance to have an actual conversation instead of just look like this fucking old dude who doesn't know how <laughs> people under 33 talk whenever they say stop, meaning a good thing. So um yeah, that was my that was my swing and a miss. Cause then she didn't respond after that. Cause then I tried to make a joke out of it and stuff, but she didn't she didn't look at it that. So um yeah. I mean I I definitely understand what you're going going with there. Um, not your fault. Uh, but this is also just like the first part of a Hallmark movie is like every rom-com has its yeah. peaks and valleys. And this is going to be the downfall of the valley and they can only go up from here. So I'm sure there's going to be some Christmas moment where that song's playing. Maybe one of your kids is just singing it and the Christmas trees in the background and everything's just instagram filter and then you do it again and she she doesn't say stop this time she just says addy like where you at like something like where that like <laughs> drop the pin uh. her 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 tour bus is gonna for some reason just break down in the middle of a residential neighborhood yeah. um in my little yeah. town <laughs> she's just gonna be right in the front yard and just like for whatever reason they don't have phones or chargers and she's like i just need to use a phone knocks on the door and i'm like wait a minute and i open the door she hears the music in the background. We got all sorts of Christmas sales on deck. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then it, it works out. Then it becomes a sister-wife situation that we described in the last episode. 
That's funny. Thinking about that, man, like that must have been like pretty hard on the romantic comedy Hallmark Christmas movie uh, industry is like the thought of like, you know, people have cell phones now, so they don't necessarily have to knock on a stranger's house to get like help with cars or I need to borrow your phone. Like that's like a whole genre that like had to leave right in the early 2000s because of cell phones. Like they can't use that. They don't have to ask for directions or car drives them that way. Yeah, like they can take take a nap while the car gets there. It's got to be like, oh, do you have a charger? It's like, you know, there's a Walgreens down the street. You can just go get one. Um, and then everybody's even just with so... the amnesia. It's like they pull up their photos, <laughs> oh, zap, no, and then it wait, just brings up good. the memories. And they're like, oh, that is who I am. I, I forgot for a little bit there, but this very, <laughs> very thorough collection of memories organized by date and individual that I have in my phone app. Like, assuming yeah. they don't forget their 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 passcode hopefully they got face id ready to go hopefully the accident that gave them the amnesia didn't mess them up in a way that the face id isn't going to work correctly because like that's that's kind of the key to unlocking their memories right yeah just getting into the photos app that's true oh man what is hallmark gonna do uh side note though another movie idea is the hallmark movie where only he knows this password to her phone and he uses that to get like get in with her and take advantage yeah. of her and she's he's like feeding her memories of her past just like to act like he knows her and like he's been with her the whole time um, that's fx dude that's definitely not that's not hallmark <laughs> that's, 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 not that's, hallmark. that's fx yeah right. that's gonna be timothy oliphant um <laughs> <laughs> like he's gonna be the asshole guy that that saw her entering her passcode right before she got hit by a bus or something and He's the one who has the the key to all of her memories. Like, right. Yeah. And it's all for like an inheritance he's trying to get because <laughs> he's he's down bad at the at the racetrack and stuff. Like he turns real dark real fast. Definitely at the racetrack. He definitely has like he wears like sports coats where the, the lining inside is like a zebra print. Like he's <laughs> yeah. just he's just like that. But he has like the really cool messy hair and spiked up and everything like that. But he drives yeah. like a weird car, like a vintage car. But it it, it kind of has a shitty paint job, like, and that's you know, the key right the, there is the, is the old VW Beetle that her dad once had, and it's just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take advantage of this girl because she has amnesia that I've never heard of. <laughs> Dude, does does anybody under 25 know what amnesia like the word is? Like, they probably have never heard that word. It's just no, like, oh, it doesn't a, exist for them. Yeah, that's a thing in the 90s that people had in rom coms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they cured it they cured yeah, it with, with they cured it with like ios 7 or ios 8 yeah. somewhere in there was Wherever the cure memories to amnesia memories once the memories started sinking to the cloud dude it was over so yeah. now these kids don't even know what it's like to lose their memory on this day facebook responses is just like uh <laughs> we finally got the cure thanks mark <laughs> that's really good man uh well again I'm, I'm really sorry about the the missed opportunity but you're ready for next time ready for next yeah, time. Yeah, I know, I know not not to panic. I, I know that now. And <laughs> listening back, man, I didn't even like get to get to even like tell you my my starting roster here. Um we kind of just went over and started talking about other stuff like we do, but I had I had time <laughs> to go to training camp and scout out and really like get I'm into glad. the get into the draft mode of uh making sure that they have the the measures and and everything I needed to to do to get that roster set um i have a few names here um i don't i don't want to get too too masculine here but obviously rihanna's on the list uh she's just 
first shot. Like that's the LeBron James. Yeah. Like that's LeBron. I, would, I was gonna. That's LeBron. Like if you don't have her on on the on the draft, then it's like then you're not you're not ready for the game. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to like, win. You're not you're, you're not, not you're not yeah. taking this shit seriously at all if you don't have her on. <laughs> so you just didn't mention her last time, and I wanted her obviously to be mentioned because um, you know you just don't say LeBron without Jordan, vice versa. Um, right. Some kind of under the radar. So I have Margot Robbie on here too. Obviously, she's like another. She's the Kevin Durant. The the you know whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to comparison you want to you want to throw in there. Uh, she's gonna good. be in there. Um, I, I dig it. I have a uh, Gal Gadot in here. I think she's surefire, like starting point guard at least. You know, uh, uh, Mila Kunis has always been on my list. I think something something about Mila Kunis. She's uh, scrappy. She's she's the Allen Iverson, I, I would say. <laughs> like she's gonna be feisty, like you know what I mean? Real technical about it. Um, yeah, I think that's an excellent pick. To round out the starting five, I, I got a new, a new fresh rookie here. <laughs> um, and that's uh I want to make sure I say your last name right, but it's Anna the the Aramis. They arm us. Oh, dear God in heaven. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. That's, I mean, yeah. I, John Morant, uh, Zion Williams, who, oh, whatever yeah. you want to say. Facts. <laughs> Man, that's so on point. Anybody who doesn't know is like jumping on Google right now. They're, they're stopping, they're, they're throwing on the emergency brake and pulling over yeah. um, on their way to work right now so that they can Google because they, they may not know the name. But right. yeah, you're not gonna forget her. I'm glad you know. I'm glad you know. Uh, because if you yeah, know, you know, man. Um, that's what that's that the is starting if you know, you know, pick that's a, that's the starting five, and I, I would put that up against any uh USA team, um, dream team type of scenario. Um, man, you have a lot of diversity in there too. You covered a lot of ground, man. That's like the well, it is like an Olympic dream team. I put um, a lot of thought yeah. into it, I got my my scouts in here it shows it we shows. did we did we did the work we did the homework we watched the film uh watched a lot of film on it and you know we're happy with what we what we got here in our draft board so i'm, I'm good with it we need like a fantasy league <laughs> that's actually totally built around this i don't know <laughs> how bad that is um vice hit us up barstool sports <laughs> hit us yeah, up this feels like it's right up your wellhouse if they don't already have it, like there's a, there's a 50 50 shot that Barstool already has, um, has their celebrity hall pass draft. But, uh, if this not, is good, and this is just for entertainment purposes only. I just don't want to make anybody feel like, of uh, course, we're, we're being chauvinistic pigs here. Uh, it, it's something that you know we take seriously, yeah. We take this very seriously. Like, you're never going to win the fantasy draft. If you don't take it seriously, you have to show that. You have to act like this is real life, like this is really your roster. Because you never and, know um, whenever you get in the DMs and, and it's just right there and you you fall flat on your face. You're always just one mention away. Yeah. Do, do, are you like me, as corny as I am, where you get ultra excited if a, a blue check person from any <laughs> from any social media platform like likes your comment or replies or if whatever you don't if you don't then i don't know what's wrong with you like if one because you're on a platform where that's all you want is just some sort of look at me like and yeah. stuff like that you want some type of valid valid Val statement yeah, and then valid. yeah and then like what more than someone who has a blue check mark um 
I'm trying to think now. Now that you say that, I'm trying to think of like the most famous person who's like is that, that seven ones. seven degrees of separation, like to where yeah, like we were best friends for a second. I knew it for at least a little bit. Like I don't know. I get I get way too excited about it. You know what's funny though? I feel like if I meet celebrities in real life, um, not that I've really met. I mean, I guess I've met like I've met a lot of people in like bands and stuff at signings or whatever it is, like concerts and stuff. And um, and that's always normal. But even any of these people, like actors and actresses and stuff, I don't think that I would be like just super fangirl over it if I met them in real life. I think that I would be cool enough. But in the DMs and stuff like that, that's weird. Like I don't, uh, for whatever reason, I don't have that same level of confidence, and I kind I get way too excited and giggly about somebody, you know, <laughs> liking a, a damn comment on their own post. You know, so it's not like it's just a random thing that they were seeking me out because of how funny I was. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I don't I don't really like nothing big comes to mind. Like mine are going to be some random sports person, uh, honestly. And it's just going to be like the, the, the third string quarterback on like a division three school. And it's just like, oh, cool, man. Like, yeah. Uh, he, like, he asked me if I have any, like, job openings where I work. And right. it's just like. It's like, I'm 18. And yeah. Yeah. Like, but, but nothing, like, I don't think, like, nothing too big. I can't, I can't, I don't have that moment to where it's just like, you know, Beyonce was, she shouted me out or she, she liked my thing. I don't have that moment yet. Not yet, at least. You'll get there, though. You'll get there. It'll probably be Rihanna. I'm guessing. Um, we'll, Inevitable. We'll what it was. Yeah. Now I got nothing. I got nothing else. that's like that. I'll get random. I mean, the workaholics guys have liked my smartass comments on, on things. Because, and we'll get to that a little bit later about their podcast and how obsessed with it I am. But um, Sci High actually he gave me a repost once. Sci High Prince. It was me like with a, a video recording of his freestyle from earlier in the year that was super fire. But I like, I just clipped a part that was like one of my favorite parts of the freestyle and then and tagged him in it. And then he, he put me it, on there. So that I get excited whenever, business. whenever breweries just like, like our, are like our stuff too, for drinking their beer. Like that gets me excited. It's just like, I don't know. Mr. Martin house liked it. Mr. Martin house himself, Rob yeah. Martin house. <laughs> And that stuff actually happens a lot too, which is always yeah. interesting. Is which, uh, is the breweries are always they always got an eye on the on the pot yeah, or an that's ear. Cool. I would pro- an ear probably even more makes more sense. I think of it I like, like uh, it. like a Make a Wish thing. They should like make like I don't know. At least they should have like twenty likes a day. They have to give out to random people. Like if you have a blue check, you should be able to like at least interact with twenty people in order to keep your blue check. To maintain it, I like that. Force out the engagement. Yeah. Make me make me like you. Cause yep. otherwise it's like you know, I'm desperate for attention and I'm not getting any. Like, have you ever had like anybody, any blue check people ever look at your stories on any of the stuff? Like but somebody that you didn't know who they were? Just like something um, nothing that I can I know think your of. your primary page is private, I believe. Yeah, it is. But like, yeah, that's true. So probably not, no. Because it may not come because I tend to be in these comment sections because I'm a nerd and I like attention for jokes. So like I get in arguments on occasion, but for the most part, 
like if I see that something just posted within the last few minutes on World Star or whatever, like I try to get come in there with with some comedic ha-has and stuff. And I think that that's where it comes from. Where on occasion I'll get random people just looking at my story, and sometimes it'll be blue check people, and I'm like, I don't know who you are. It'll be like some, <laughs> I don't know, like some financial analyst or something. Yeah. Like just completely just random. It doesn't seem like you'd have anything in common, but they view the story. But it, dude, if I ever get amnesia and you need to, need to bring my memory back, just start showing me all the comments that I've left on World Star and DJ Academics page and anything that's like that. That's going to bring me back, man. That's going to revive the memory for sure. So music news. Do you want to talk about Kanye? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Me neither. So moving on in other news, man, one of the things I've been excited about this whole year is a Spotify wrapped. I get way excited about it. It's like the, the equivalent of Christmas morning. Um, it's like going through your Spotify wrapped and seeing that you got the same thing you got last year. <laughs> Yeah, no joke, because <laughs> I don't know about mine this year. It's pretty interesting, um, but not super interesting. And we'll, we can go ahead and get right into it, man. Yeah. So what are your, some of your first takes takeaways from the beginning stats? Because those are always kind of interesting. Uh, I mean, starting with like, like biggest take, or not the biggest takeaway, but the surprising one was that Drake was my top artist again. And it's been like five years in a row. And I thought I have explored so much music that it would kind of, I don't know, not be that. But in in the end, he's always there. And um, he was my number one artist again, which was just a surprise to me. You know, what's more shocking than that is that he was my number one. Oh, really? <laughs> With all the shit that I talked. Yeah, That's really so funny. I'm looking at the screenshot here. Your top artist this year was Drake. You spent 2,563 minutes together. You're in the top 1% of Drake listeners this year. Oh, With wow. All the shit that I talk, dude. Top 1%. Okay, like, so, I mean, you're a bigger Drake fan than I am. Like, I only spent 701 minutes, and I was top 5%. Uh, <laughs> what is that even about, man? <laughs> I might as well just get Aubrey tattooed on my neck or something. Like, uh, I, man, that's that is that's more surprising than my surprise. So, um, <laughs> welcome to the club. I mean, I don't. I, I assume that we we're gonna get some sort of gift basket from Drake, and then um, hopefully, like some some Nike Air Force Ones. And I was gonna uh, say Air Force. I don't know how ones. he treats his women, but I assume that we get something. <laughs> we're gonna get something. <laughs> we're gonna get an NDA and. And uh, some 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 OVO, OVO Nike gear. We're gonna get like some random obscure shout out, like like you know Chris from Canyon. You know, right. like he, he likes his his foe, his fa. It's just like, what does that even mean, Drake? It's just like, yeah, you know, he was in Texas one day. Whenever he does three thirty p.m. in Canyon, yeah. <laughs> whenever he drops that joint, then then I'm gonna get the shout out on that one. Or he's just gonna like throw a bar at me. That's um, true. Yeah. So okay, like what are your other top top artists? Because mine Yeah, we'll round it out. So 
one Drake, two Kendrick, three Kanye, four Vince Staples, and and then the new guy, uh, number five is Steve Lacey. So our top three were exactly the same. So my number one is Drake, number two is Kendrick, number three is Kanye, and then I have Beyonce and The Weeknd. So <laughs> like I, I have Beyonce is not surprising. Most, yeah, but that's still just, I, I feel so damn basic. Like I, I would have thought that it would have been something something else. Just like I pretty much like if you just Google like the top artists of the year or something, yeah. or just the most Google searches or something. That's what then, then like it's there. That's what irritated me the most is like I have the same top five as like some 15 year old girl out there. And it's just like, (laughs) it's like, I guess, but like, I don't know. I'd like to think that I'm more, I don't know, musically just kind of, I don't know, better than this. And, and it's it's Drake again. It's Drake again. He did it again. It's It's just Drake all over again. So I'm looking another one of my stats. You listen to 2,487 artists this year. So, like, damn near 2,500 different artists. But who did I listen to the most? Right. Drake, Kendrick, and Kanye. Like, it, it was it was so on brand. The Drake thing is just so funny to me, though. Because it's like, whenever yeah, like, I hate on Drake, it's not completely serious. Like, I, I'm allowed, you're allowed to be critical of the things that you love. But, um... I just didn't expect to just be at the very top of the fan club like that, man. <laughs> That's really good and really basic. But I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't really trust these stats too much. Like again, I felt like I listened to a lot more things and it only says like 39 genres in here. And I felt like I've listened to a million genres over the year. So I don't know how how much we can trust Spotify. I mean, I'm pretty sure Drake just paid him to have me like have it like as top <laughs> artists like um i also listened to like eight eighteen one thousand eight hundred sixty three artists that was mine and um again like i don't know how drake became that number one because i don't know what was your what was your top song so top song okay all my top songs actually have okay well not all of them have something in common so my very top most song was smoking out the window um silk sonic bruno mars and anderson Park. um first off because that song is awesome and it's like one of the best songs to come out all year or at the end of last year or whatever it was so um listen to that a lot but like i said there's a common theme on mine the twins for a while that was their song that would put mm-hmm. them in a good mood so that was a constant loop in the car the number two song n95 from kendrick which damn near might be my fa- my favorite song all year because like i mean i intentionally played the shit out of that and really really like that song it's one of my favorite kendrick songs ever but um that was one, one of the twins for whatever reason really took to that song and would just get super hype and it never got old in the car so that one would be playing a lot then the third one staying alive from Khaled, drake and little baby that's surprising another one but again uh, that's another one that the babies would actually listen to that would put them in a good mood for whatever reason. I'm telling you, man, kids just, they just yeah. gravitate to whatever it is. And like that song just seems so unremarkable to me. Like it gets stuck in my head. I really like the song. Don't get me wrong. But the fact that it stuck out to them was just kind of funny because they would like sing it in the house. So it's like, so then they would end up getting played a lot. Um, number four resume from Genevieve. 
I think I picked that as one of my fresh 15s. Yeah, he did. And um, again, another song that they liked that would end up being on loop. Another song that I actually really like, though, too. Um, that's why it was my pick that time. But number five is probably the weirdest one. It's Crew Love from Drake and Weekend from Take Care. <laughs> the babies were not requesting that that song. Like, that was just me playing the shit out of that song for whatever tell. reason. And it's that's one good, of the best intros ever. I love the intro to that. It does. Yeah. Um, it's so good. But, like, why was I playing it that much? Like, that's just a little bit like it was brand new. But I remember on a pod an episode well like earlier in the year me saying i've been listening to crew love like it's brand new for some reason i distinctly funny. remember saying that <laughs> and um so i have yeah. four four new songs like from this year on here and then one old song too so my okay. my my top song was mercury by steve lacy um i don't know why i listened to that song so much it said that i listened to it 19 times one day um I blame, <laughs> I blame musically again, this podcast for just like, you know, actually, you know, doing the work on trying to find stuff. Yeah. But, uh, number two was Ben Staples. Are you with that? I love that song. I, I played so the hell out of that song. Um, Same. number three was surprising to me because it wasn't my favorite Pusha T song, but that Diet Coke song was number three for me. And yeah. that surprised me. Cause I don't remember listening to that. Like, I can't, I can't tell you that I listened to that a lot. So you don't know what the vibe was where you're I, throwing that on. It's... I 100% will tell you I listened to Beyonce's album more times than I listened to Diet Coke. I guarantee that. So I don't know what Beyonce did to Mr. Spotify to not yeah. put her on my list, but for some reason, Pusha T Diet Coke's in my number three. Uh, number four is my older song, and it's Devil in a New Dress from Kanye and Rick Ross, which I'm not it's mad at it because it's one of my yeah. favorite songs ever. It's just like I'm pretty sure I'd listen to Ultralight Beam like every every week and it's not on this list. You know? Yeah. Again, just kind of throwing the it's all fake on here. Uh and then number five it's was <laughs> was uh was Magic by Vince Staples and Mustard. And I, I absolutely love that song too. Like those two back to back. I was playing Are You With That and Magic like back to back all the time, which also I played Tim's Essence a million times this year and it wasn't on my yeah. top five. Like, I, th I think it was a million. Like, I think I counted my million time. I think they sent me, yeah. like, a, an emoji uh, or something. You know the, you know the, <laughs> the atmosphere. Plaque. Yeah. Um, yeah, they sent me a, a plaque I have on my wall. Um, I, don't, I don't know what, what happened, but I know I listened to that a million times. But I'm, I'm okay with my top five. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. As, yeah, as long as they're good songs, you got some good picks that are in there. Like, I'm cool with mine, too. Just Crew Love, it just seems weird. Like, I feel like I listen to, like, some stuff off Beyonce's album. Yeah. More. Same. But, um, but may maybe not. I mean, I guess that was at a, you know, a ha halfway point through the year or whatever. And Crew Love has been around since the beginning. Yeah. Evidently. What was your, just... like, I don't know, the name they gave you, like, for being, like, like your, your Spotify sign? Were you a were you a Sagittarius? But what was your thing? Mine was the, <laughs> mine was the early adopter, and it basically means oh. that I know new music and I'm always seeking the next hot thing. And if the song is trending, I'm on it. So uh, I guess that means it confirms that I'm 15, it confirms that I'm 15 years old. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, dude, you're like just a 15 year old with the fastest internet connection around. Like, um, yeah. So mine was was the Explorer, and because it says that I got 111 genres, which that's that's a hell of a lot. Like, I, I really wonder what that means. Like, I know that I listen to a broad amount of music, but um, like, what what is it like? Are they considering like trap different from regular hip hop? which is different yeah. from rap like it's got to be something like that because that seems excessive and i really like that was kind of the my biggest call bullshit thing because like you said you got like 30 something and i'm like we listen to the, all the same damn music yeah like, there's the, no way the only thing no where you differ is the overseas stuff to where you get into like different languages like i don't seek that out other than if it's just in my face yeah so. That's the only thing I can think of. All the rest, like, yeah. I've been listening to to weird stuff. Even, like, we've talked about with playing Music League this year. is like, you get all the music, like, you don't normally listen to. And I don't, like, yeah. I don't not play the playlist. Like, I try to give everybody a chance playing that stuff. And uh, Yeah, same. So, yeah, I, it's kind of kind of weird. So, yeah, I just call bullshit on the whole thing, and it's stupid. I call bullshit on, yeah, <laughs> on that one for sure. Yeah, it's stupid. The whole thing is a waste of time and, and pointless. You gotta have more genres than that. Like that just doesn't add up. Not unless, like, th- like I said, like there's micro genre type stuff where one person is five different things in a certain thing. And if I had it, if it was all in Spanish and it gave me a bunch off of one album, sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. that just, like, I couldn't gun to my head. I couldn't name twenty to thirty genres if I had to, let alone that much. But. I'm a little explorer, though, you know? I'm just out here, <laughs> just exploring. He gave you, like, the, the, the Dora the Explorer, like, badge. Like, you got the, <laughs> the back- Dora badge? You got the backpack badge? Like, that's that's dope for next year, dude. Like, you could have that. It just like- says Lois Simos on it. We did it. Lois Simos. That's my whole thing. I was racially profiled in mine, huh? Yeah, you were. Like, yeah. Which, also, on top of that, I listen to Bad Bunny more than any of this stuff. If you think about, it. like, I've listened to that album all the time, and you played the shit out of that album, like you would think that, that would have been an, a top artist. Yeah, so it was like the opposite. They're not trying to put me in a box. Like, they must have not have saw my last name. Uh, I, it's fine. I'll. I don't it must be an initial or something. Yeah, I don't fit in their demographic. Um. Anyways, another another thing that that was catching my eyes, I got sixty six thousand minutes uh, total playtime which is more than 95% of other listeners, which means I, I know my way around the Spotify app. Um, but so I yeah. have the 66,000 minutes and 54,000 of those minutes are podcasts. Uh, that's what's crazy. That's a lot that's of podcasting, like- which, which I kind of wanted to speak on our own podcast because we got our own Spotify wrapped because of our podcast being on Spotify, um, which very cool the way they did it uh they sent it through through the email just like you would get your regular uh, spotify one and gave us just really cool stats on just like the pod um a couple here like your podcast was in the top 10 percent most shared globally and it's basically like direct links instagram uh snapchat but that's pretty cool um yeah yeah again i call bullshit because that's not true <laughs> it's probably not true <laughs> um, <laughs> But it looks cool. Yeah, it's definitely a stat we can take to to the board meeting. Um, That's right. 
And then another one that stood out for me was like, we're a top 10 podcast for 58 fans. Shouts to 58 fans. Um, top five podcast for 49 fans. And then the number one podcast for 25 fans. So there's 25 of y'all out there that we, we got to show love for. Um, holler at us. We'll send number you. Number one. We'll send you some future shirts or something, future merch once we get it or whatever. That's right. <laughs> You're on the list. The if first you, one. You're on you, the list. If you send us uh, send us your name and Addy, uh, we'll send some future things coming your way. And then the, the last thing is like our the wrapped thing is like we're going to get close to 30 episodes this year, 2,000 minutes, and then we're listened to in three countries, which is always a cool stat just to know that you're not um, – just you know in texas in the panhandle in in austin and that's cool man so thanks everybody cool cool stuff um but yeah it I'll, is really I'll, cool and like just going back to the whole podcast thing like most of my time on on spotify is listening to podcasts minor minor all sports podcasts like i have yeah. the bill bill simmons podcast is my number one podcast part of my take is number two ryan Rosillo, which is another ringer podcast Sports podcast is three. I have Joe Budden number four, which is surprising. Um, I don't I don't listen to Joe as religiously as I used to. So seeing that on there is pretty surprising. And then the last one is just three watchables, which is a, a movie type of podcast that recaps old movies. Um and that was my top five podcasts, mostly sports, a little bit of music in there, and then a little bit of movies, which yeah. is right in my wheelhouse. That's dope. I can dig that. So I was looking, okay, so my total playtime was just shy of 62,000. But um, podcast accounted for a little bit over 10,000 of that. Oh, wow. So 50,000 of it was music, which is crazy. That is wild. But, um, like, I just listened to a shitload of music, evidently. But, like, so for the podcast, so this is another thing, is that although these figures are going to be pretty much accurate in terms of what my my ranking is, I also still use YouTube for that. So sometimes even whenever it's like if I'm around the house, even if I'm not looking at it, I'll put a pod on YouTube for whatever reason, just because it's available. And you know what I mean? It'll be plugged in somewhere and I'm walking around with my headphones on and that's how I consume podcasts. So yeah, I know that 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 number probably not gonna be quite as high as yours, but there's definitely gonna be some playtime from there. But that being said, so I'll go in reverse order just for added excitement here. <laughs> so my number five was always Sunny Podcast, just based on the show. They just do. Oh yeah, I definitely listen to all that. Episode. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Um, funny. Number four, Brilliant Idiots. I've been listening to them for forever and ever and ever, and it's still like this weirdly unknown pod. But it's Charlemagne from from Breakfast Club and from all of his other stuff, and then the comedian Andrew Schultz. And um, he also does like flagrant two podcasts and all these other uh, other ventures, mainly stand up comedy though. And I've been listening to them for like I don't know, like seven eight years now. Like that was that was my first podcast that I actually was listening to re- like um, really regularly, and and I still still keep up. Number three is us. Maybe we're just old. Sometimes I like to run them back in the Spotify app and listen uh, yeah. like a listener. I want to comment on that because uh, it's not in my top five, but I will say, I will say I've listened to every episode on Spotify to run it back. I've just listened to so much episodes of these other podcasts that it just drowned it out. 
So there's like, yeah. unless I listen to it like 50 times each episode, there's no way I'm catching up to the Bill Simmons podcast, which I listen to three times a week, every yeah, week. Damn. So that's like, wild. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I listen to three episodes a week, every week. And so I'm never catching up to our podcast. So it's never going to be in my top five unless we start putting out daily episodes. So I just wanted to let the I just want to let the fans know that I'm not just, just let just, the people know. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, well, you also hear more like during the edit. It's during our whole process. You yeah. also hear the actual content itself multiple times because we hear everything multiple times True. before it actually is on there. So, like I said, and that's why mine's a little bit skewed from YouTube because if all those numbers were mashed up, it probably wouldn't be in the top five either. Just because it's like, why would it be? So number two is is Rogan, which makes me feel like they got to be taken into account, like number of minutes listened to or something. Because yeah. like I I, I don't thinking. feel like I've go- really gone into a ton of Rogan stuff, but like you listen to a three hour episode with you know freaking Mark Zuckerberg or whatever, it's like that counts for two and a half episodes of someone else. Yep. So I think it's gonna be something like that, and that's not hating. Like you know Rogan, people have their opinions on him and stuff. I mean he's pretty good at what he does. If he has a good guest, it's usually a good episode. But um, I haven't been checking for it near as much this year as I had in, in previous years because, like, the I don't know, the guest lineup gets skewed. But then my number one, I know regardless of where it's pulling from, is this is important, um, which I referenced earlier. So it's the funniest podcast on earth. It's funny as hell. It's the four guys from Workaholics, and it's basically just Workaholics audio. Like they're really like that. They've been friends for a long time, and um, it's just the funniest shit ever. It's and, really good. Uh, You've listened to a few episodes. It is really good. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I know why because just timing wise, I can't get through everything in the weekend and just for sure falls in that pecking order. But uh, it is really good, and I should listen to more of it because everything I heard had me like laugh out loud laughing. And they're like in our age range, so everything kind of hits like on on point with the jokes and the references and yeah they're hilarious i love workaholics too so um maybe i'll add that to 2023 or what are we going into 2023 maybe we'll add that to the 2023 (laughs) maybe i'll add it to the to the queue of every week at least one episode and that's a lot you listen to a lot lot that's like the the news for you though in a way right like (laughs) if if that's like i didn't think about Okay, I'm just going to admit how dumb I am. I didn't realize that there were pods that would do it multiple times in a week like that. But that makes sense if you're doing sports. But I don't listen to anything that's not I'm gonna be comedic real, in some way. I'm really. real honest with you. So podcast has replaced the the first take Skip and Shannon type thing for me because I hate, hate watching yeah. those now. They're just so just like, I don't know, buzzword and just kind of trying to get reactions it's out a of people. Forced and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I don't, like, I would, like, every week just get up Monday morning, watch the same highlights of the games I watched the previous day, and it's all repetitive, and you're talking about the same things throughout the whole week, and then with the podcast, it's just kind of, like, getting the same thing, but you get, like, the recaps on Monday, and with Bill, he usually gets, like, some entertainment people, like, midweek, and he has his own shticks that he does, and he's real, he's, he has a lot of, uh, pulses on every on a lot of everything as far as like music movies uh pop culture in general so he kind of steers away in the middle of the week from sports and then into the week he's kind of geared up towards weekend stuff so it's kind of a good pace of like 
recapping something different and then going on to the next thing. Um, and the same with the Ryan Rosillo one. And then part of my take is kind of a different spin and it has the, the slapstick kind of comedy into there and their guests are yeah. pretty, pretty great too. So um, a lot of the sports stuff is like repetitive. And if like, I'm hearing something on, on Bill's podcast, I'm probably in heels, like some sort of the same thing on, on Ryan and part of my take, but it's like their yeah, take yeah. on it, which I, I like their takes a lot. And that's why I keep going back. I've, I've had some that I listen to where I just don't find them entertaining. And it's just like, nah, I'd rather not do this, but those are the ones that I kind of stick with and they all have their own little things that I like about them. So yeah, it is weird to how think about, them, but it's a lot, but I mean, if that's just how you consume the content at this point, like that just to use another buzzword yeah. know, worthy of the, of this year, like that's just, it just kind of is what it is. Like, do you have a lot of times whenever pods like that are just kind of in the background a little bit where yeah, you're sure. not necessarily fully focused for sure. And then I hate that. Cause I used to be like, I have to go back and listen to it and give it my full attention. But there's but, some times where it's just like, I got to just get through it just to get through it. And like, if I really like yeah. something caught my ear to where it was like, I really wanted to hear this take, or I really wanted to hear this story, then I'll go back. Yeah. But if it's not worthy of it didn't like pique my interest as I'm working, then I'm not going to go back to it. I just want to finish it. So it's like not in the queue anymore. It becomes like the, the Instagram story where you're just like, pushing through them all just to kind of clear it all out your way through the whole thing yeah it's just like i gotta get this out of my queue or else it's gonna bother me and uh sometimes like so a big thing i've had like the past couple months to kind of help me sleep is i've been listening to podcasts while falling asleep so um and it's been helping like i've been out like the first 10 15 minutes i do that too sometimes i kind of i kind of really like it but then also i get to the point where i was like i pretty much went through the whole episode because i fell asleep that means it's done and I can't go back to it. So I'm like, well, it's already out of my queue. So there's no, there's no going back now. <laughs> just your way of clearing it out. Exactly. You, you want to hear the the most old man shit ever. That's actually kind of funny. Um, just cause it's the, the absolute literal opposite of podcasting. So um, the other day we're in the car and I'm talking to my 11 year old about um, like, I don't know, we we just talk about the nerdiest stuff sometimes. And we're talking about like FM and AM radio and just explaining like console TVs. And it was just like this big conversation about stuff that I, we, you know, that we grew up with that seems ancient, like museum stuff to her. But anyway, I was showing her like what AM radio was because she literally hadn't heard of it. So like I'm showing that in the car and the, the quality or whatever. And like I leave the, you know, that was what was playing. And then, you know, we got home, whatever. Then the next day, whenever I got in the car, like it went straight to the AM radio station instead of just pairing to like to Bluetooth to start listening to Spotify or something. And I drove like all the way to the grocery store listening to an AM radio interview of this dude interviewing like this firefighter who developed like this drone thing that they can drop these little fireballs along (laughs) the corners of like wildfires to stop them. And it was the most interesting shit in the world. And it was just, and it reminded me, we've had this conversation before of like channel surfing and you, you, yeah. you know, you end up on cops or you end up on like, you know, haunted hotels on the travel channel or something yeah, like that. American pickers or something. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You, you end up on something like that. And it's like, and that's kind of is dead because of streaming. It's you're just looking at thumbnails until you pick what you yeah. want to watch. Cause it's like channels basically don't exist. And this was like the most analog 
equivalent of that. It was it was so wholesome. It was just some old guy talking about how his dad was a fireman interviewing this other firefighter and his uh, his his little drone thing that he invented. And I listened to the whole damn thing. I like pulled up at Walmart and just wanted to hear the rest of it because it's like it's gone after that. Like yeah. it's not there's no pausing or anything. And um, that was a very unusual thing. So. So shout out to AM radio, I guess. I'm not sure what I'm getting at with this story, but it's like um, equivalent of like reading the newspaper. Like, when's the last time yeah. you saw someone read a newspaper? A um, thousand percent. I yeah. wouldn't even know where to get one from. <laughs> right uh, on your phone. I'm pretty sure they could deliver you one if you just. It should just print it right out of the phone. I think. Yeah. Uh, also, like sometimes whenever we turn on the TV, it'll just like automatically um, go back to like our the news channel like just regular like i think it's called spectrum news and it's like yeah, yeah. it's the the most corniest type of things but i remember just like occasionally i'll like turn on the tv and i'll get sucked into one of these stupid stories and like the same thing you were saying it's like i'm sitting there for like 10 minutes watching like you know some story of a of a, some you know school like some fundraising school thing and it's like a mom yes. who, who who like got reunited with her daughter and i'm just like 10 minutes in and I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like, like, what is this? Like, Dude, what is like, I have other things I can the do. Golden age of, of entertainment on the television. It's so bad too. Is- Cause it's all like the B rolls and like not even actual footage of things. It's just like five second clips of like, yeah, I was there. Yeah. And then it just shoots yeah. like cars <laughs> driving on the street. This is like, what's going on here? It's always lots of cars driving with close-ups on the, on the headlights and stuff. But man, that's the golden age. That's what we need. Like they need to, they need to bring back scheduled linear TV, but like for real with something that's going to be quality. Cause like, I miss that. They need to have random buttons also. Like we're always coming up with these ideas. All the streamers need a random button. Like, and, and I don't want it to start right at the beginning where the intro is. I wanted to start like six minutes into the show, like God intended. Cause that was how we watched stuff. I never saw the first five minutes of, of back to the future for like the first 20 years of my life i only saw it like right after it started whenever they were already like hooking up the flux capacitor and stuff like that because that's whenever i landed on it on tbs and that's the way that you're supposed to consume television and um yeah i stand by that you're 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 in a mix it's about to go No, you're gonna dig this. We're back with another fresh one. And every time I hear this and I'm going through the edits whenever we're preparing an episode, like I just picture us in front of like a big radio station soundboard that like I'm assuming that they have um recording this section because it's it's just ready for radio, man. Like <laughs> we we missed our true calling. <laughs> Oh man, that was, that's probably one of my, uh, like one of my career day things is like, I wanted to be a, a DJ and then it transitioned to a VJ and then. Oh, for sure. VJ for yeah. sure. <laughs> Anyways, let's go. Let's hop into this fresh 15, man. I'm excited. Uh, I've been, I've been a little, as you can see through my podcast, my podcast stats that I don't listen to a lot of music. So, um, <laughs> I've been eager it's for crazy. some new music, especially holiday time, uh, kind of get kind of get lost in into the hustle and bustle of holiday times and you get lost in the muse 
finding new music. So, and I think there's just like less getting getting put out there, and I don't know. Everybody's at a standstill, waiting for the new year. Yeah, yeah. You kind of have to really go, like look for it, which is how I came across my pick. Yeah, let's get into which it. Is doing doing what I do on Spotify, where I go in through the the fans also liked section, and then just start picking out random people like based on their their photo and their and their artist name and like which really speaks volumes to how important that stuff is because it's like for me that can make or break whether or not i'm actually going to tap on it yeah you're right like the the look of their avatar the 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 album art and the name um it's almost just like if you don't hit one of those three then there's somebody there's somebody that's doing it right and i'm just gonna go to that one you know yeah Um, Sometimes the music will just kind of overpower all that if it's good enough. But if you're looking for just a random find, it's just like what grabs you within within those three things. Yeah, it's like the modern equivalent of of like digging through the crates where yeah. you're going through just a bunch of crates of records, and then just for whatever grabs your eye, if you want to make for the random the random purchase and hoping there's some gold on it. But so yeah, so this young man, this definitely caught my attention. It's a good one. Um, yeah, Chico Curlyhead, all one word. Like, of course, I'm going to listen to that. Like, of course, yeah. I'm going to see what that's about. Plus, it's like he's got really curly hair in the in the Avi. So um, I had to check it out. The song that I sent you was Modelo. Um, yeah, so it goes brand. right yeah, right on brand. And it goes, it's on brand with what I've been listening to lately. And you'll see what I mean. Like, it's following a trend and that's why i ended up coming across him it's one of those i think that you'll like it first three seconds and then like once it opens up it goes in a slightly different direction than what i expected um but in a good way that i think lands so um yeah i'm excited to see what you think about this one interesting uh album cover is him in the desert standing in the middle was rock next to him with somebody standing on that um has Medello. Uh, on the front has a parental advisory uh, sticker on there, which you don't see every day. Um, you don't see that. It's a nice day. throwback. And uh, I'm excited about it. Chico Curlyhead is a great name. I hope he sticks with that. And let's get yeah. into it. I have a feeling what it might sound like, but I'm in probably for a surprise. So let's get into it. Baby, you know where I'll be. You can pull a Lego. Me dice que mi estilo está más o menos El mami ya tú estás pa' mí Ya como parcero, parcero Ya sé la chino que ya te quiero entero El mami es que pido a ti Me llevo en el lado 15 in, sounds great Sounds really good Let's continue Como una modelo Amor de ferrero Yo soy mi sincero Y veo en yo sabo, baby Yo soy tu guerrero Yo te quiero en serio Me encanta tu pelo Y ya yo sé que tu amiga that's really damn good really damn good dope it's it's a little different like but not yeah, if yeah, that makes sense. you're right. It's like a, it's right where you want it to be. Um, it's so good. He he starts out in Spanish and then he goes into English and then kind of does a hybrid of it. Uh, kind of like what you've been 
been put onto the past couple of weeks and what we've been discussing with that whole yeah. that whole movement. And he does it, he does it well. Like it sounds so good and effortless. Um, he come across just real smooth and like just definitely all kinds of layers of different genres coming into probably what um yeah what makes him him and uh it, it sounds really good like this is definitely getting into the rotation i love this sound um it's just real smooth man it's good it, it is definitely a, a smooth sound and it grows on you more too like the more you listen to it the more you'll want to keep listening to it because it has that sort of like low-key vibe even though there's a little bit of a kind of a you know a grabbiness at the very beginning like the beginning almost reminded me because of like the auto-tune and stuff of like gonna in a mm-hmm. way just the sort of sound like you think about like on song like lemonade or something like that like he sound he has that that sort of vibe to it and um and it sounds like that and then the beat didn't go where i thought it was gonna go like i thought it was gonna go straight just like trap trap um like you know still singing but it has almost like a mid-tempo like it reminds me of like 80s like zap and roger i want to be your man computer love sort of yeah, like, it didn't it didn't bang as hard as you think he would probably have went. It kind of yeah. stayed pretty mellow and I I loved it. Like, yeah, I, I think you're spot on to where it could have went one way and it could have went more trappy. And maybe his other stuff is like that, but like this one kind of stayed true to kind of like a, a mellow type laid back vibe. Um yeah. it's really good. I'm looking just through his like his stuff and it of course he's he was in he was at ACL last last time and I didn't see him and I'm kind of mad about that. So. Always. That always um, happens right. every single time. Yeah. Like he I, I don't know where he where he grew up, but um it just gives me like a Southern California vibe. Yeah. Like with the, the bass and everything like that. It just seems real Sunday evening. I'm gonna surprise you here because I was reading his his bio and he's uh, a Panama born artist and then he moved to Atlanta at age nine. So that's that's kind of it's kind of weird that he has that kind of laid back thing to where you don't see that from a lot of Atlanta artists. It's usually in your face and loud and yeah and trappy. Anything, um, anything recently, like for the last fifteen years, is going to be like that. And even yeah. if you think about like early Outkast, it's like Southern playlist yeah. and Cadillac music, it still has a different like sort of vibe to it, like a. There's a bit more. I don't want to say funkiness because it's yeah, like, like a little. From the southern, you know, I don't even want to say but, yeah. I was gonna say I don't even want to say twanginess either because it's just like something. It's something just very southern uh, that just yeah, kind of and it's specific to, to Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just kind of get you just start to pick up on that, but and he doesn't have that at all. Like I said, it sounds like he's from like Long Beach or something. But yeah, um, especially with this yeah. song, I'm I'm definitely interested to hear more of his stuff. That's cool. I really like like just reading his bio and his story and and uh hopefully a lot of this sounds like like this and I would see that he probably would throw some trap into there just because where he's from. Um yeah. So cool. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be bad at it. Good stuff. I'm excited to hear more of that. But yeah. Um I sent you uh uh an artist we're both familiar with that we've we spoke about, but um I know you had mentioned that you haven't really got through his catalog, so I wanted to throw one at you that I've been listening to lately that's really just always on my on my radar and my like list and it's from an artist uh Jameson uh J-M-S-N if you haven't heard yeah kind of a well-known R&B artist uh probably for the past decade he's been putting out just pretty steady work um I saw him a couple years ago here 
and he put on really damn good show. Um, he's from Michigan, he's from Detroit, which isn't kind of like your everyday thing. Um, and he's just a really good R and B artist. Like if you like throwback and like hearing somebody vocally just really, really good, he's the guy to go to. And um, I sent you a song that's just like in probably one of my favorite songs of his. It's called uh, Inferno. It's off of his his album Velvet, which came out in 2018. So it's a little bit old. He has had uh, a new album before then that's really good too. But um, that song in particular is really good. And like when he told me the other day that you hadn't really got into his catalog, I was trying to find one that kind of caught yeah. my ear that you would you would probably like. So I, I landed on this one. I'm excited about it because anything I've ever heard from him, I've liked, and I've known about him for quite some time. Like I said, he's been doing it for forever, but I've never just given it the the attention it deserves. It's just one of those things that just never, like I know for a fact, anything that I listen to, I'm going to like. Yeah. But there was so much music. It's like, I, I guess I didn't know where to start. So I'm, I'm glad so, yeah. you put me on. So yeah, two things I wanted to accomplish was one, rem- like letting you remember how good he is by sending you a new song you haven't heard. And then also anybody that listens to this and they haven't heard Jameson to listen to Jameson because he's he's damn good. So I wanted to give him give him all his praise. It'll make sense after they hear it. All right, yep. let's get into it. So first 15 seconds and it's fire right out the gate. Um, 80 sort of vibe, up-tempo uh, percussion and a bunch of synth sounds. And it doesn't sound like anything I've heard from him so far. Like I'm used to like a lot of his real slow, grindy, yeah. you know, funk ballad type songs. And um, Yeah, because he can definitely do a ballad and yeah. definitely get into his singing bag. And this one's definitely more yeah. funky and more more of what I've been listening to recently. So uh yeah. yeah, let's keep going. all over this one like i can't help it just there's so much going on there's so much going on and you haven't even got to the to the other side of the second chorus uh or the second verse which is so good too um yeah can, just go ahead just go ahead and, and say what you need to say man because he's got so much so much influence there's like all this 70 like late 70s 80s thing that he always has that sort of recurring theme but he borrows so much different stuff from it like this one's almost a little bit disco-y it has those synth like strings in the background just doing the ting, ting. it reminds me of like that forget me not song the one that was sampled for the men in black song oh yeah the send me forget me not so it has that sort of it's funky and and has that sort of disco vibe like absolutely love that 
And then like his vocals were always on point doing like the whole um, sort of falsetto thing that he does and just heavy, heavy melody and harmonies through, throughout it all. I like all the synth sounds like, and it, I know it's a little bit sacrilegious to say, but he really reminds me of Prince a lot. Yeah. And it's like, that's why I love it so got, much. Yeah. He's just got the Prince vibes. Cause it's like, he's got the funk of it. Like there's a little bit of mysterious quality to it. Just the way that he does his stuff. He's got the falsetto stuff going on. So that already stylistically sounds like it. Plus he can play the shit out of guitar. So it's like very, very Prince influence. And I don't think he's probably going to deny that. Oh yeah, for sure. So like, that was my going to, going to be my thing. It's just like somewhere Prince is looking down and like, this is what he smiles at. It's just like, this is a music that I was making definitely like left yeah. my mark on this person who's kind of replicating it uh, in his own, in his own way. And he does it so damn good. Like he, he does this throughout his whole catalog, kind of getting that influence through Prince or Michael Jackson or any type of, you know, yeah. disco eighties, eighties, and even like early nineties R and B to where he's so heavily influenced. Yeah. But the way he, he uses it is so good. You had mentioned uh, also like, he was dating the girl from Euphoria, which I didn't know. And she puts out music too. And you sent me a song of hers that was really good. And I was like, yeah. I just wonder how much they like influence each other. Yeah, that was a good song. And like, it, just, it blew my mind that that was, she was, you know, dating him. Cause I was like, this is Jameis. And this is some, someone I've listened to for like a good decade. Yeah. It's, it, it's kind of weird. Cause like I came across a song from her. Her name is Alexa Demi. And I, and like you said, she's on Euphoria. And I came across a song from her. I didn't even know who it was because, like, I really wasn't up on the show. And, um, and it was dope. And she's recorded a little bit here and there, not a ton, but it was just super vibey. And I really dug it. And then, like, it went down the Wikipedia rabbit hole and then, and saw that, you know, they were together or whatever. And then, like, she's in the Love to You video. She's in multiple videos of him, uh, of his, but that Love to You was one of my favorite songs like another one of the long funk ballad type vibes it's over eight minutes long like he can do all that like he's one of those people that you know puts on a, a really good live show without yeah. seeing it like you you just know with 100 percent confidence that he puts it down he and, definitely um, did guitar solos he definitely did like the weird like dancing which is like he just pulls it off because he's so yeah. smooth like if yeah. somebody else did it, it would be like, that's kind of corny, dude. But he was doing it and it was just like, damn, like he like the person who can sing like that obviously is gonna make anything just like be cool. But like yeah. uh and it was just like I said, the atmosphere was really cool because everybody was vibing to it. Um yeah, man. I'll get it. It's music for people who love music. Like yeah. that sounds kind of corny, but it really is. It has all yeah. that going for it. And anybody who likes good music truly is going to like his stuff. 